0: While Rome burned, Trump golfs. His actions fanned this pandemic, resulting in over 170,000 deaths and a nation still unprepared to protect its people.
1: I I didn't hear anything after the anti-golf hate speech. They they pretend
2: they're pretending to have a convention. They haven't mattered in decades when they actually have them in a building. This one is really not going to matter. It's not going to affect anybody's voting. Uh, enjoy it if you like the that Democratic sort of thing. The Democratic
1: Convention kicked off last night, Jack. Enjoy that it. was the lead story every news outlet I checked out mm. today. It was a fancy Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, And if you enjoy that
2: sort of thing, go ahead. It's not going to have anything to do with the election, really, or the results.
1: Come on, here's it. our lead story, 50. Give us clip 50, Sean, please.
2: Media reports say North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has ordered citizens in his country to hand over pet dogs so that they be, can be killed and sold for meat. It's the latest extreme measure in the country's food crisis. Authorities have already identified houses with dogs and are
3: apparently rounding them up.
1: Well, uh, California's got no power. Rolling blackouts, it's pretty third-worldy. I assume dog confiscation and eating is next. Um, But yeah, Kim Jong-un has ordered dogs to be rounded up. Are they extra hungry right now? That's the first I'd heard
2: of it. I mean... But you know, as far as I knew, they'd been starving for decades. I'm surprised there are any like pet dogs. Uh, you know, wagging their tails and and because to have a
1: dog, you have to feed it. Yeah, in Pyongyang, where the elite live, so they're going to round up the elites' dogs. Yeah, I got to believe
2: that the poor people don't have any pet dogs.
1: No, no, no. If they have a dog, it's to eat it later. Um, uh, the, the, Kim Jong Un is rationale, and this is this is straight out of you know. Marxist politics, said the pooches represent Western decadence. Yeah. That's uh, pretty sad. He claimed the dogs were part of a tainted trend by bourgeois ideology. He could teach us uh, grievance studies in American universities. Mm. Wow, that's too bad.
2: So um I've got a clip from Brit Hume I wanna play later this hour. Uh he uh kind of summarized Trump's current situation in the presidential election I thought that I thought was pretty
1: good. Britt Hume, he's a Fox guy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um He was the uh original host of Special Report, I believe. The evening news show.
2: Oh right. Um but uh got some COVID stats for here for you that I thought were pretty interesting. This is what people believe about COVID that's just not true, according to a Franklin Templeton Gallup poll. I'm not exactly sure what all those names mean, but...
1: Well, you know those companies. Yeah, I mean, they're, but... They're serious They all people. got together and got serious, I guess. Uh, why Franklin Templeton wanted a poll, I don't know, but Gallup, obviously, they know what they're doing. On average, Americans believe that people...
2: 55 and older, account for about half of the total COVID-19 deaths. The actual actual figure is 92%. Wow. Americans believe that age 44 and younger account for about 30% of total deaths. The actual figure is 2.7%. So only, well, 12 to 15 times higher than is real. This obviously gets to schools opening... College football season and all kinds of different uh, things, actually. Mm -hmm. Americans overestimate the risk of death from COVID-19 for people age 24 and younger by a factor of 50. (laughs) And they think the risk for people age 65 and older is half what it actually is. Great, Scott. We're terrible on both ends. We're six months into this thing. We're not even close in our perception of what's actually happening with the disease. Now, obviously, that has huge policy implications. The conversation about schools, i got to believe, would be completely different if people weren't overestimating the risk of death by 50 times
1: Right. for younger people. Well, and their estimate, I'm guessing, is fairly low anyway. Uh, they're, they're hip enough to know there's not a lot of danger for kids. They're still overestimating it by 50 times. Right. Unbelievable.
2: So what would the conversation be like for your grade school or your high school or your college kid? For college sports, all this different stuff, if we were even close to right. Now, Now, this particular uh, Molly Hemingway tweeted this out. She she blames the media for uh, having people have such false ideas of what's going on. I don't know who else you'd blame.
1: I think, well, yeah, I absolutely blame the media. Horror porn over COVID is their summer promotion, uh, their ratings promotion. Um, it would probably help for the White House to put out that information on the briefing like every day um, but no I think it's mostly the media um my only caveat is that there do seem to be inflammation problems and some possible cardiac problems that can affect you even if you seem to have had a fairly mild case there's still a lot that's not known but I just this experiment in suspending life for the better part of a year to avoid a bug is a brand new thing. I mean, it's just its amazing. It's, it's crazy to watch.
2: Quite possibly will never happen again.
1: Right. Yeah, we'll have to see. I, I read a book about this a couple of years ago. I can't remember the name of it. Moby Dick. That's it. Yep. Um, where they were talking about the various reasons why uh, we've gotten more and more regulated, more and more obsessed with safety, in American society, and and there are a number of reasons for it. Number one, people have abandoned religion, so they think this is the only life you can ever have. So you need to prolong it at all costs. Uh, the other aspect of it, though, that I'd kind of forgotten when we were talking about this the other day, is that if you're a 56 year old guy, for instance, I'm thinking about the vid. It tends to hit guy's worth. Life's for some practically reason. over for you. Well, you could look forward to, on average, maybe another dozen years. So you're thinking, okay, do we shut down the economy, screw the kids, don't let them go to school, they're all depressed, they're anxious, or do I you know, do my best to be safe and roll the dice and maybe I get my life cut short by a decade? I would hate that because I like being alive, but it's only a decade. Well, now with average life expectancy, if you make it to 55 being like 88, you're thinking, I got 33 good years still. I'm 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 staying alive, man. I'll do anything it takes. The trade-offs are so much greater because lifespan is so long huh. that it's made us obsessed with safety. I thought that was kind of an interesting point. I still think this is uh, the reaction has been terrible. It's been ham-fisted, arbitrary. Mm, fists made of ham. <laughs> And just poorly done in so many ways. Just uh, what, We've gone over this and over this. I'm not going to wear you out with it.
2: Um, we got this text, uh, 100% what you guys were talking about earlier. My husband and I quit watching the news two months ago because it's all BS. We are talking about this stat that close to 60% of people have stopped watching the evening news. I'm not exactly sure what that means, uh, what people mean by the evening news. But I've stopped watching the evening news because it uh, depresses them. I think it's probably a combination of things so that it's, you know, the
1: uh,
2: real information would depress you and, you know, a whole bunch of its crap.
1: So once you become aware of how incredibly biased it is, it's it it makes you angry watching it.
2: Yeah. Well, you almost have to engage in the in the in the whole partisan game to watch the news. And, you know, I, I think I think less and less people are in the in the mood for it at the end of the day. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, I don't don't know where this is going. I I, trust me. I think about it a lot. This is what we do for a living. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people want when they've given up on getting information. So, uh, but I know. Like I said, I've stopped watching the Sunday shows. I find myself not watching all or or reading all kinds of news stuff that I used to take in. Right. Uh,
1: Another issue is, and and maybe it it would help to uh, to share with you the opposite thought it was one of the bromides of the 90s early part of this century that diversity is our greatest strength no unity is our greatest strength shared values are our greatest strength diversity can be cool and interesting and fine countries always had it um but unity is our greatest strength and the the number of and importance of shared values in the United States is on the rapid decline. Well, I'd say. Look at Portland, look at Seattle, San Francisco, Chicago. People marching with giant banners that say loot it back. Saying crime is okay because of various historical sins. I mean, you want to talk about lack of shared values.
2: Um, I want to play you the Brit Hume from Fox on uh, the president and what he is or isn't doing running for president coming up. But uh, first, I thought I'd mention this. Walmart's quarterly sales surged, according to the Wall Street Journal, with the latest numbers as the retail giant captured U.S. stimulus spending. So people got stimulus money and they were buying things and they were spending it at a Walmart. Good thing the uh, stimulus money is kept up. Oh, wait a minute. And its e-commerce business nearly doubled from a year ago. I think that's a headline, too, as people like – I know our family kind of discovered, even though it's been there in plain sight all along, the fact that, hey, we don't have to order things online from Amazon. We could order online from Walmart or Target, too, and and sometimes they have – a better price, and sometimes you even get it faster. So I don't know how that's going to. Do you think the bloom is off the rose on Amazon? I was thinking about that yesterday. I feel like it is. Remember when Facebook went from like a company that gives you a good feeling to a company that gives you a bad feeling? Yes. I feel like Amazon has done that with me. Yes. And part of it is their um, they were too clever by half. the The whole thing where you search on something and they put something you don't want at the top of the search to mm. try to to try to trick you into buying it. That has made me now automatically have a negative feeling about Amazon when I used to have a positive feeling about Amazon. Yeah. When I feel like, okay, i got to be on my guard. You're trying to screw me here. Now it's a negative interaction where it used to be, oh, this is awesome.
1: Amazon's great. Everything I want right here. Just type it in. Well, they've gone from the shopkeeper who, when you walk through the door, you say, hi, can you help me find X? And they say, be delighted. They show you X. and. Then you purchase it, they now grab you by the arm as you walk through the door and say, look at this! Look at this! But I'm here for that! No, 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 no. Look at this before you look at that. I mean, I don't want to be treated like I that. Wanna,
2: I want a really good mop. Okay, how about this one? Is this the best mop? Uh, no, it's the one that we make more money off of selling. Right. The best mop is over there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly what has happened. And I just wonder if that's happened for many people across the country. I have that negative vibe now when I used to have a positive vibe from one of the biggest companies in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice job, Amazon. <laughs> was that your goal? I guess Bezos wasn't rich enough. It wasn't profitable. That enough. was a
2: huge mistake. Huge mistake.
1: How many people are hip to that, though? We're talking about, I don't know, you know, what percentage of people know this and that about the vid? I don't of know. It. I'll bet that's not I think you'd have much. to
2: notice it because it's now to the point that You search for something, it gives you something completely different. If you search for a specific book title, it Mm -hmm. will give you a different book. Wow.
1: Wow. That's egregious. Yeah. Okay. People had to notice that. Well, moving on then. I got to go with, uh, I don't know, Shopify or or Target or something. I don't know. I I don't want to give Jeff Bezos any more of my money.
2: I personally would prefer Trump wins. What Britt Hume said on Fox yesterday, though, I think is absolutely true. And I hope, uh, you know, Uh Trump watches a lot of Fox and, and, and I hope he takes it and play that for you coming up.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think it's fairly
2: common among some people to be more critical of their own side than the other side. Because I know what the other side is. I know what they are. I know what they're about. I know what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I can only combat it if my side gets
1: its act together, though. Right. Yeah, I get that completely. It's not super common in talk radio. No, Everybody's it's not. up with our side and down with the other side, which, you know, right. some people enjoy, which is fine.
2: Anyway, this is uh, uh, you have anything to say about the uh, the Zoom call
1: that was the Democratic National Convention? No, I've I've heard Bernie Sanders hold forth on his ridiculous ideas. That's the way I felt a thousand times. What I I'm going to tune in to hear
3: AOC speak for a minute, and
2: uh, Michelle Obama was the headliner, and she doesn't like Trump, but that's also not a surprise. I thought it
3: was interesting that her thing was recorded before they even announced. Who the VP was, which is why it wasn't mentioned in her in oh, her speech. Uh, yeah, was I that wonder, right? I wonder yeah. why they why did wouldn't that? you recut that? Yeah. Uh, I believe is an attempt to not allow technical glitches to get in the way of a live speech. Have a pre-recorded sure. thing that you just play. I get that, but um and there's also I've seen some circles saying that AOC has like they're they're decrying that AOC is only getting 60 seconds of a pre-approved message. It's yeah. probably not going to be blah blah blah. Or whatever. Yeah. So so it's a way to control the message that's going out. And short, uh, circumnavigate potential technical issues.
2: Mm. Um, She's got
1: eyes like a Disney princess at AOC. S- so
3: pretty.
2: So, uh, and host Eva Longoria, for some reason, who looked exactly
3: like mm. she looked 25 years ago. Pardon me? I guess they're doing different hosts. I saw Julia Louis-Dreyfus is doing the final yep. night of it.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Got, oh, uh, boy. Anyway.
1: Oh, Elaine. <laughs>
2: So, Britt Hume was on Fox yesterday. He's their senior political analyst, and he had this to say about Trump running.
0: You'll notice that the, uh, the Biden campaign would like this election to be about Trump. And the president is doing nothing to make this election about anything but Trump. Uh, he, he wades into every controversy. Uh, he comments on everything. And, you know, for him to be out during this week, which is, you know, that's an old custom that you stayed quiet during the other candidates' convention, had gone by the boards. It might be one thing if he were out with a focused message, you know, one that was aimed at the voters that he needs and the issues that they're that they are focused on. But he is not doing that. He's talking about everything all the time. Talking about rigged elections. Talking about the post office. Talking about all everything. And my sense about it is that um, he needs to change that. He needs to focus more intently on on key issues uh and and campaign more effectively as he did in the closing weeks in 2016 we keep waiting for him to turn toward that it hasn't happened yet
1: yeah god dang it well it's <laughs> it's, it's august i happen to agree with britt i uh, you know trump is famously undisciplined about that sort of thing uh but you know it is just august there's time Nobody panic.
2: The wade into every controversy.
1: It's, it's incredibly undisciplined to me. I The great Charles Krauthammer was so good at explaining. In fact, his, his book, uh, Things That Matter. Is that the, the title of it? Um, I believe so. The Moby. Stop it. Um, he made it clear that, look, some of the grubby realities of politics are, well, they're grubby, um, and, and they're no fun and they're dumb at times and the rest of it. But if you do them, you get elected and then you get to do the good stuff. And I just think if Trump were a little more disciplined, he he could get elected and do the good stuff. And I wish he would be,
3: but you nailed you know. it. The things that matter was the book. Yeah.
1: Um, he's just, that's not the cut of his jib. Yeah. <sighs> Stop getting involved in every
2: damned controversy. I say stick on the economy and, you know, the violence in the cities. I think that's a great one
1: mm-hmm. to
2: hammer over and over. We're going to play you a clip coming up of a woman screaming and yelling. Was it Portland or Seattle? It was Portland.
1: Yeah. I got a guy screaming in Seattle. There you go. Yeah. We'll give you the bookends. Right. Uh, and you know what? If you were to complete that uh, message with, do you love this country or do you really hate this country? I think he'd win. Big.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: We'll get to this headline a little bit later. Boy Blows Nose finds long lost Lego. Hmm. They've so, been up there for two years. That's a, uh, that's a great story. Terrific. <laughs> um,
1: hey, there it is.
2: I can't keep all my violent protests straight at this point when I see a video. I can't remember was that Portland or Seattle or Chicago or any of a half dozen other Minneapolis the other night. Right. Was this guy dragged out of his the man and wife. Did you see that latest one? Oh my god. See the man and woman drug out of their cars. She's beaten on the ground. He, he, he drives off in the car and hits a building. Oh, they just thought it was hilarious. Oh, my god. Fling gosh. for their lives from a mob of crazy people. Wow. But,
1: um, you know, say what you want about the delusional, idiotic, you know, hippy-dippy thing of the summer of love, whatever. I mean, completely divorced from reality. Just dumb. But it was mostly harmless. Other than the drug casualties. But there are times when the youth of America get divorced from reality. Well, and there is plenty of ugly, violent uh, youth being divorced from reality then, too. But this particular brand of it is just insidious.
2: So Portland protesters gathered for their 82nd straight night of demonstrations... Last night, 82 straight nights, and it ended with about 200 people marching on the Portland Police Union building. And so at 11 o'clock, Portland police had to send out a tweet and started announcing on bullhorns that everybody gathered on the building because people were attempting to get into the building, uh, that they were going to start using, you know, non-lethal force, tear gas, etc., etc. Well, somebody got the plywood off, smashed a window, got a hose into the building. Well, once that happens, you know, you can seriously destroy some property. And you just you just can't have mobs doing this. I mean, I don't know if you know how <laughs> civilization works, but you can't have mobs decide they're gonna go into a building and break the windows and put a hose in there or set them on fire or whatever. You just you just can't have that.
1: Civilization is broken down at that point.
2: Yeah. Well you got this uh woman her name is Letha Winston. She had a bullhorn and she was yelling uh, she's uh with Black Lives Matter she was yelling at the cops Earlier in the evening, that's what this sounded like.
0: Your mother's umbilical cord should have wrapped around your neck and choked you just the way you choked George Ford, you filthy animal. I know you got a gun, but so do I. Go ahead and shoot me. I'm shooting badly. Am I lying, my comrade? You shoot me, I'm gonna shoot you back. You need to be charged with murder. They need to hang you high. Not hang you low. They need to send you to the electric chair and let you fry like a piece of burnt bacon. Stoke on that ass until you can't even get peeled up off the pavement.
1: What the hell is that? Calling for killing police officers. That's pretty clear. That's amazing.
3: Yeah, I'd say.
1: Her her son was shot and killed by Portland police in 2018. He was 27 years old. Moments before officers fired at him, Kim Kimmons, Patrick Kimmons shot two people during a fight. Uh, the cops came upon it, said he was armed, refused to listen to commands. Uh, a grand jury ruled the officers' actions were justified, etc. But she Hates the cops and is getting applause. Wants
2: them hung and burnt and all kinds of different things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really nice. I don't know where this ends. I don't either. I mean, it's so idiotic and divorced from any reality, any positive result, that I'm hoping the energy just goes out of it eventually. Uh, Because it's a suicidal philosophy.
2: Well, clearly, you know, Portland's hoping the energy goes out of it, but it's 82 nights, and they're still, you know, you still have to get police involved with tear gas and pepper spray and everything else to try to keep buildings from being destroyed.
1: Yeah. We all should have gone to school board meetings and gotten Howard Zinn's uh, People's History of America out of schools. I swear, that book and then the resultant woke left academia in this country have just... These we're we're now, you know, uh, reaping the crops that we sowed by allowing that stuff to go on in our our schools. Well, these kids are delusional and adults.
2: Yeah, you make a good point. You know, I don't know about this crowd, but a lot of the the educated. um, White woke crowd that's, you know, this violently angry. Well, our generation and older generations educated them. That they live in a horrible, racist, sexist country. Mm-hmm. And uh, it needs to be torn down. That's what they were taught in school, and we let that happen. Why would they think, why would they have any other attitude? What, your attitude was just going to seep into them accidentally around what they were being
1: taught in the classroom? I give the Marxists credit. They had a good strategy indoctrinate the young, get that stuff into the schools, indoctrinate the young. Then you know, finish the job in in colleges. I'm not sure how this fight ends. Um, It's going to be a a wild one for quite some time, especially in places like, you know, the blue, blue cities where reality has been uh, run out of town on a rail and nobody has a grasp of it anymore. Hey, we have cheerier fare for you in a moment or two, um, including a couple of mayors that are starting to come around to sanity. But, uh, you know, speaking of crazy times, uh, simply safe is the best home security system available the best the fact that it's much more convenient and less expensive i mean that's a super bonus but when we tell you that it's only uh fifteen dollars a month and, and you install it yourself and it's easy you might get the idea it's kind of a cut rate option
2: but no no it's the best so a lot of security systems are too complicated to use they're expensive you're locked into the long contract the customer support is terrible. <laughs> Once you've pulled the trigger, there's nothing you can do about it. You're locked into this expense. Well, none of those things happen with Simply Safe. the best overall home security of 2020, according to U.S. News & World Report. As Joe mentioned, about $15 a month, no long contract. You install it yourself in just under an hour, and there's a 60-day risk-free trial um, with free shipping, so you can't go wrong.
1: So just uh, go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong so they know we sent you. simplysafecom slash Armstrong. Simply is S-I-M-P-L-I. m p slash Armstrong. So uh, young Charlie, he's 11 years old. He's uh, playing in a junior golf tournament over the weekend, and uh, he did well. Actually, he won it. Um, probably some credit ought to go to his caddy, who was the uh, probably the greatest golfer of all time, unless you're a Jack Nicklaus fan, uh Tiger. Tiger Woods caddying for his boy in a junior tournament. Oh, really? Yeah, and the cool. uh, the picture of him walking down the fairway there is has uh, gone viral. <laughs> I love that Tiger hauling sticks for the boy. Uh, no bogeys. Uh, that's none of your business. No bogeys and three birdies. He's eleven years old. I already hate him. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, He's starting to get into it. Woods said to Golf Digest. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna teach the kid to
2: stay away from the Perkins waitresses oh when he boy. gets hey, hey, he's, he's eleven. Successful.
1: He's eleven. Come on, what's the This is a wholesome family story. For about forty seconds, we had a nice vibe going. And you had to just drag it down into the gutter. I don't know Disgusting. if you can.
2: I guess if you in a in a microcosm, that's a wholesome story.
1: Uh, yeah, i Yeah, well, listen. Family uh, busted apart by infidelity, I mean, not so good. He's got a nice relationship with his son, though. He's trying, trying to be a good dad.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's awesome.
1: There you go. But uh, so why'd you drag it down into the gutter?
2: <laughs> well, if he's got a life lesson to impart on youth, what would be better for anybody in general? Uh, the the how to get around that tree, or how to
0: hit it low
1: in the wind, or maybe be grateful for your family. <laughs> And don't follow your, your your male unit around. Don't put it in charge of your decision making.
2: You know, was the low point for Tar- Tiger when he was Thanksgiving when he's out there and his wife's beating on him with the club? or is Pretty low. The, or is the low point when he's in Florida but thinks he's in California with four flat tires mm. asleep in his Mercedes?
3: God, Tiger! That might
1: have been the lower point, even. Yeah, although that's just an ambient thing. I think. Hmm. Um, I think getting chased down the driveway is it was pretty bad. Right. And well, in his it's... his press conference where he announced that he was a Buddhist, I think. All right, and was going to you know reform and the rest of it. That was that was pretty bad.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the Thanksgiving thing, he was up until that moment still revered as one of the 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 idols of the world, right? Sure.
1: Yeah. And his uh, doting dad of beautiful little children with his gorgeous Swedish wife was uh, part of the image, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Well, she knew better. Anyway, it was a nice story there for a minute. Well, that's a good story. Yeah. Moving along, I continue to be so interested in the political divide in this country and what it's doing to people's decisions about where they live. There is a huge flow in and out of various places in this country, and it's causing a lot of problems. And, you know, it's funny. My wife always says, you should teach college classes. And I'm like, I, I couldn't take the headaches. Um, <laughs> but if I were going to leap into academia, it would be to study uh, migration patterns in the U.S. right now. Hmm. Uh, huge phenomenon I have a couple of emails on that topic uh, coming up the utter mismanagement of Cal Unicornia's energy situation I don't know if you've heard about this the blackout rolling blackouts like it's Haiti in the most <laughs> populous state in the union
2: also Ellen has issued yet another apology what was she beating people <laughs> Was she? What was she doing? I think if to, if you worked there, she would regularly tie you to a chair with a car battery. That, oh, from what so I understand,
1: I don't what know. With a she's, prod. She's, con- oh, God, stop it. Oh, no.
2: she's constantly apologizing like she was a slaveholder or something. Yeah, how mean is she?
1: <laughs> she's mean as a
2: snake. <laughs> Apparently, um, yeah. A bunch of executives quit, and anyway, we may wow. or may not get to that. Uh, um, <laughs> Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC
0: Armstrong and Getty oh! The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: kid who blew his nose and found a lego he'd been missing for two years stay tuned for the update
1: we haven't really talked much about the disaster in iowa the, the horrific windstorm that wiped out homes and crops and straight line winds like a, a category two hurricane and they've got a name you're supposed to call it some spanish word i've so never heard it? in my life was i grew it, up in the midwest was
2: it a tornado no
1: or? no it was just a wind phenomenon but straight line winds like a category two hurricane
2: Sounds like something out of a superhero movie.
1: I know. it's absolutely terrible. Um, There hasn't been that much coverage because it wasn't in New York, but it was a disaster. It's an enormous disaster. Um, Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, in the whole what you're supposed to. It's a Warachi or a huirachi or or something like that. And uh, there was a there's a pro golfer who's born and bred in the Quad Cities and grew up there. He said, I think we're supposed to call it a. And he'd never heard the term either. I just hmm. I think it's a Spanish term, but anyway, I don't care. Um, <laughs> anyway, it, it was a v- winds. It was damaging winds. That's what you call it. There's an, There are English words for it. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of the English language, one of the modern masters of it, no doubt, is young Cardi B, who's been in the news lately for a couple of things. Number one, she interviewed uh, Joseph Biden, D. Delaware and uh And also, she got a hit single out, which is incredibly raunchy it 's the number new-
2: one song in the country, according to the new York Times, and i don 't know what that means number one song, but it is it 's
1: getting the most spins on a m hit radio
2: well, that 's definitely not that
1: well, so anyway it 's incredibly raunchy, but she posted what uh, you 're about to hear to instagram uh poor uh, Hansen, our executive producer, has been bleeping till his fingers bled uh for the last forty five minutes or so. A couple of things to note. She, she, it's incredibly explicit what she's saying and sexual. The other thing is she's dropping N bombs every third word. And it just goes to the ridiculous hypocrisy of, of our society. But brace yourselves—we've bleeped it, so it's okay. But it's clip eighty-one, Sean. You ready with that? Hit it. Yo, it's your girl
0: Part of Me, and I'm doing this video so you have to keep your pussy on wap. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you got the dab dry ass. Because y'all pH balance is off. And you wanna know why? It's not cause you born with it. It's because y'all keep f-ing these dirty ass. And y'all bitches is shy to tell these n that they d is hot. You gotta tell babe, yo, your d more like mustard, my n. You wanna throw my pH balance off? Y'all bitches be fing these little dirty ass. Y'all be they and y'all be gagging on it. Y'all think y'all gagging on it because the dick is big. But oh, no, it's because okay, it's big. I think that's Another funny. thing is, right? Oh, my gosh. Is no well, some interesting information
1: on pH balance there anyway. What is the context of this? She's talking Brand. about her lady parts and 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 suggesting that women are not asking enough of their partners in terms of cleanliness. Oh, okay. Interrupted by n bombs every three words.
2: But like I said earlier, it just it seems weird to me that the Biden campaign being playing it so safe. They're in the four corner offense, man. They're up by by up by by thirty with two minutes to go in the game.
1: You, don't do anything fancy. Who's going to attack them? Sean Hannity? You give your the f- media is is compliant. They're a lap dog. But if you're giving no interviews,
2: why would you uh, break out of that for one with her?
3: Because she's
1: not going to ask you difficult questions. And back in the day... And you get to say, I did an interview. Yeah, Sean, Jack is very old. You have to keep that in mind. (laughs) Conventional in his thinking. Old, simple Jack, they call him. But it wasn't too long ago that having, I mean, a sit-down, a friendly sit-down with somebody who had unleashed unspeakable filth as popular music, you couldn't do that. You wouldn't dream of doing that. Certainly not for your only interview. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's absurd, obviously. But hmm. so uh, pH balance, anyway, ladies. That's that's the key. Uh, we, I suppose, we could post the uncensored. Well, it's on Cardi B's inst. Oh, it's posted at ArmstrongandGetty.com. The uncensored version. It is not safe for anywhere. No, it's not safe for work. I wouldn't play it in a house of ill repute. It's terrible. It's unlistenable. Yeah, it's, 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 it's unfathomable. It's horrific. And it's at armstrongandgetty.com. So, uh,
2: so Kim Jong-un is ordering people to gather up their dogs so they can eat them. That's how hungry they are in North Korea?
1: Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, hey, I, w- I want to pay this off at least a little bit. Uh, let me pick one of them. We. We're talking a lot about the incredible outflow of population from American cities and how people are voting with their feet. If the government in their area, in their state, in their city is so completely unresponsive to their point of view, they leave and it's happening in numbers we haven't seen for a very very long time and it is uh, often for political reasons these days not not just economic which is you know timeless people moving to where they can make a living is you know appropriate and, and timeless but people are now being essentially run out of blue areas they just can't stand it anymore um and the vid is part of it population density etc but we got this note from i'm going to say anonymous uh, who he and his wife are fleeing Cal unicornia for, uh, the Boise, Idaho area. As so many have, um, and he's talking about how you can actually afford a house, et cetera, et cetera. He's going to have to start at the bottom in his, his profession. So will his wife, but it's worth it. We had a hard time finding a place because so many people from California and Chicago kept outbidding us in multiple offers within minutes of the house being on the market. Yeah, that's
2: incredible.
1: Um, just and,
2: want, and I and I, I guarantee you, because I grew up in a small town, in middle America. You would hate that if you were from
1: there. To that point, just wanted to give a shout out to all the locals in states like Nevada, Colorado, Texas, Idaho, etc. Just because people were born in a state that has wild political leaders doesn't mean they want to turn Cheyenne into San Francisco. People are migrating to your state for a better life. I've had job interview, interviews where the employer said, "quote We don't hire people from California." And people tell us, quote, oh, another crazy liberal, when in fact the reason we're living is we don't like it either. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that, uh, yes, people are leaving the crazy political and high-tax states for a better life. You would, too. Now, people still resent it when, you know, property values are bid out of their... uh, their range of affordability where they live
2: plus you hear the stories over and over again of that the opposite of that happening though yes. people come from the liberal places and try to change where they've arrived
1: that is true it's absolutely true yep and people really, you don't have really a regulation
2: for this you let just people do whatever they want we can't
1: have that right very maddening i saw a child playing on his own call the cops strong and getty